We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for November 24th, 2013. I think this will be the final part. I'm going to switch gears a little bit here, go into more of the health stuff. A uh, little bit into the health corner that I kind of started doing. <clears throat> First report, though, is gummy bears, pharmaceutical drugs, and vaccines made out of people. That's a really crazy headline, right? Unfortunately, it's not a joke. Right now, gelatin made with human DNA fragments is already being used in pharmaceutical drugs and vaccines. And scientists believe that recent breakthroughs will soon make it economically feasible to use such gelatin in consumer products such as gummy bears and marshmallows on a massive scale. So are you people ready for gummy bears made out of people? Because they're coming. Again, they just got to... They've got to turn us into cannibals. They've got to get us to defile ourselves in every way, shape, and form. Body, soul, and spirit. That's what this is all about. All of these thousands of satanic agendas afoot getting us to literally defile ourselves. Body, soul, and spirit. So, I thought this was appropriate just to play this clip from Soylent Green. Well, you'll hear Charlton Heston. It's the end of the movie where he's seen the Soylent Green factory, where they're actually taking cadavers, dumping them into a a vat, um, evidently um, making a nice broth soup mixture, and then drying that out into these nice little Soylent Green chips, which is the main thing that humanity subsists on in this future um, uh, type uh, for then, it was like the 70s, but it was like way, way, way in the future when there wasn't any real food available and, you know, it was just Big Brother beyond belief. Well, I think this is kind of appropriate clip to play regarding that, so I'm going to go ahead and click on this. Okay, so this is like essentially Charlton Heston giving his deathbed before he kind of dies confession to one of the guys that he's confiding in. And this is essentially the end of the movie. <clears throat> you don't understand. I've got proof. They need proof. I've seen it. I've seen it happening. They've got to tell people. Tell them what? The ocean's dying. Plankton's dying. People. So he says the ocean's dying, the plankton's dying. It sounds like Fukushima, which is doing that exact thing right now, just absolutely annihilating and obliterating the Pacific. I mean, reports coming back where guys would be on the, the sea for like weeks on end and see no sea life. You know, so this is what's actually happening in today's day and age as well. Soylent green is made out of people. So again, Soylent Green, the main thing that society subsists on is literally um, bite-sized human dehydrated chips of probably humans and probably soy, GMO soy, and whatever other concoction they can think of to defile us. So now they're carrying him away on a stretcher. Making our food out of people. Next thing they'll be breeding us like cattle for food. You better tell them. You better tell them. 
promise, Tiger. I promise. I'll tell the exchange. You tell everybody. Listen to me, Hatcher. You gotta tell them. Silent Breed is people. We gotta stop them somehow. So this is all predictive programming. Isn't it funny that all the or most of the alien shows that involve alien races coming to our planet usually um, have this nefarious agenda as needing us as their food source. You see all of the reports about people that have been abducted and uh, whether they've encountered greys or reptilians or whatever they've encountered, these these uh, satanic creatures. Isn't it funny that humans are always their food source? Isn't it funny that when you look back at the book of Genesis in Revelate, or Genesis chapter 6, that when the giants were in the land, if you go to the book of Enoch, it said that they consumed all the acquisitions of man, and then they consumed man. Which would be a logical conclusion if these things were, were um, giants, Nephilim from the Hebrew, the fallen ones, of course cannibalism would, would be one of their main agendas. If they were of their father the devil, and they were from a fallen angelic human hybrid offspring, of course their agenda would be wickedness and evil and would be cannibalism. Of course, of course it would be. So you see this reoccurring theme over and over, and you can say, oh, well, now you're really out in left field. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, do you think that anything that, um, that any kind of evil will be restrained in the coming end times, especially when, when the uh, Antichrist and fallen or false prophet come to power? No, cannibalism will be the order of the day. So now they're trying to get us to be cannibals without us even knowing it. Now I'm going to play another video, which kind of gets into this as well. Okay, so in this video, it's entitled Maury Strong, Soylent Green, UN Agenda 21, Depopulation. We just heard a quote from um, Ted Turner in, in it, where he's telling about how he loves the world so much as he gets all starry-eyed. This totally satanically possessed devil telling us how much he loves the world, but that, you know, we've got to have a 95% population reduction at the same time because we're defiling it. Him and good old, his good buddy Jacques Cousteau agreed upon that. Um, Jacques Cousteau advocated reducing the world population by 350,000 people per day as they would be considered useless eaters. Well, how about you first, Jacques, and then you next, Ted, and then all of you other New World Order people that are defiling the planet in, 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 you know, defiling God's creation. So now we're going to hear um, some more on this video. I, I know I didn't play that clip, but she's going to um, comment on it. The lady that um, um, stopped the crime, uh, stopthecrime.net, that we've talked about quite a bit, uh, she's, uh, she's going to be the one commenting here. Anyway, let me play this. And we just can't let it be destroyed. Ted Turner said that in order to prevent catastrophic consequences of overpopulation on the world and the fact that there would not be enough food or water for people to drink or food for people to eat and there would be the consequence of starvation and famine that we needed to reduce the world's population by 95%. What was that? <laughs> The guy, the guy, the cameraman, I don't know, it was like, almost like, I don't know, it was like Porky Pig kind of there for a second, but let's go further. Hey, what does he want, Soylent Green, or, this is insane. Well, he... Let, let me, let me get this right. 
We're talking about Ted Turner, a multi-billionaire. The fellow was married to Jane Hanoi Fonda. That's correct. He very happily indicated that he gave $1 billion to the United Nations. And the United Nations, of course, has a depopulation plan. And he said that the consequence of food shortages and water shortages worldwide were then going to lead into so much chaos that uh, people would start cannibalizing one another. And that this was going to be soon, he feels. Well, look at this article. This is from China. This is just a... Free example, China's new lucrative business, dead babies turn into stamina booster pills. This is just last week, August 5th. You said what? Dead babies? Yeah. They're, uh, they're grabbing all the aborted babies from China. They put them out in the sun. Los sacan al sol a los bebés. All right? He's interpreting some of this in Spanish. Uh, but he says they grind up the dead babies in China, and they dry them in the sun, and then they put them in capsules, and they sell them. I think I've reported on this and put this out in newsletters. And they're used as aphrodisiacs and stamina boosters and all of these just unbelievably sick, debauched things that they just, you know, sell on the open market over there. They powdered them down. I mean, they grind them. Right? They grind them. Los muelen. And then they put them directly in these capsules. capsula. And it gives you a better stamina, sex drive, everything. You see, you're participating in eating the sacrifice, the baby sacrifice. Yes, it's the new thing. So these these uh, people from SBS in South Korea, they create a documentary where they're accusing Chinese pharmaceutical companies of selling dead baby pills as stamina boosters. They found fingernails, hair, heart tissue... They found everything inside these pills. This is happening right now. Yeah. But if you go to Alice- if you go to the right um, restaurants in the Orient, in uh, I'm not exactly sure what countries you can do this in. Probably everyone if it has their own underground. They they've considered aborted babies as a as a huge delicacy. Like they eat the most disgusting things over there anyway. A lot of a lot of what they eat and. They actually have where you you're literally can eat an aborted baby, you know, in different stages of fetal development as a delicacy for all of these exact same things. And, you know, it's extremely expensive, but these rich, the uh, really wealthy men in particular go, you know, do this. Tanabakman.com, you can get the facts, you can get a flyer. Visit childrenofgod.com. It's a huge organization in the United States that's doing a great campaign to stop these people. But this problem is not in China. The problem is here. And I'm going to, uh, if you allow me, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you something. Now, you well, I, I think what he meant to say is the problem's not only in China, but it's here as well. It's, seen. it's in Spanish, but you can get the article at lifesightnews.com. Or just go and research the word senomix. Okay? Cenomix is a transnational company that creates... Cenomix is spelled S-E-N-O-M-Y-X. Now, I've talked about them many times with how they were yoked up with PepsiCo and the aborted fetal kidney cell flavor enhancement. And he's going to talk about this some. Now, this information is somewhat dated because I'm going to give you the updated information in, in, um, after this is over, but also a lot of what he says is pertinent as well. 
flavor flavor enhancement for products for transnational companies like Pepsi, Kraft, Nestle, Campbell's. And what they've been doing is that they grabbed uh, kidney cells from human aborted fetuses. So they grabbed these kidney cell lines, las células sanguíneas de los riñones de bebés abortados, and in laboratory they replicate these cells and they put them in all your products. What products are we talking about? Well, we're talking about your Gatorade. Drink some aborted babies. No. Yes, seriously. We're talking about Lay's chips. Yeah. Get some. That's why they taste so good, don't they? Uh, Pepsi products. All right? Tropicana juices, Dasani water, Minute Maid. We have to not consume anything from these companies and tell them that we're going to participate in their insane rituals. What do you see on the top here? Conciencia Radio. And you see Gerald Celente off with their heads. Right? Okay, and then you see here, RefuseSmartMeters.com. Ustedes van a tener que este sitio. Para los medidores inteligentes, para que pongan los flyers afuera de su casa. We don't want smart meters. Refuse them. Oh, you got it two months ago. Your smart meter. Well, that is not very good news. But today you're going to learn how to... Uh, now, he was taking them to, you know, StopSmartMeters.com. Deborah Tavares, which was the lady we heard at the start of the video, who I've actually had huge clips of her playing some of my previous teachings as well. And she really gets a lot into what smart meters are doing. And he brings up something here I did not know about in, in a second here. Because uh, you got to be dumb to have a smart meter. <clears throat> Okay, maybe it was in the front part of the video. But he said something to the effect that when a smart meter is installed on your house, this is something I wasn't aware of, part of that is going... Because Deborah Tavares gets into the fact how all the smart appliances, um, they have that smart little logo thing on them, are going to be yoked up with the smart meter and it'll be able to literally monitor you every, every device in your house that's of that brand, of these new smart appliances, will be yoked up with the smart meter and they can spy on you and monitor you and just do all these things. And that for the houses that get a smart meter on that have older appliances, they're going to eventually start applying voltage spikes which will only affect the older appliances and fry them out, so you'll have no choice but to go buy something new, which will be the smart meter compliant smart appliance. <laughs> so that's something else to think about. You know, probably having good surge suppression on your house, particularly if you've got one of these smart meters, because they're going to eventually try to probably burn out any older appliances that you have, so you'll be forced of course, you could always buy an older appliance, but then you might run into the same problem with the, with the voltage spike. So, anyway, I thought that that was kind of uh, interesting there. So, let's go back to the main report. Uh, this is, now, he mentioned children of God for life, uh, which I give you their website and I give you the link to this information I'm getting into right now. It's on a PDF, but I kind of revamped it and made it more friendly for a Word document, which then I convert into a PDF. But anyway, this is their um, developed and discovered, the, the Cinemix partner in products, which are developed and discovered with 
aborted fetal cell lines. Pepsi beverages. Now, according to Children of God for Life, they are no longer on the boycott list. Now, this I just went up on their website today and got this. Because I've had people ask me, is there any updates on the Sunimix stuff? They're saying they're no, they're no longer in the boycott list. Sunimix will not use aborted fetal cells in any PepsiCo research and development. Now, does that mean I believe them? <laughs> See, that's the other thing you have to say. Well, they're pure evil, PepsiCo. Do I believe them? Well, they're saying they're not, but are they really? I, You know, I mean, it's not like if, if Satan had his hand caught in the cookie jar and he says, I'll never do it again, I promise. How do we really know? Because they've already done it once. Another one that was in this was Kraft Cadbury Adams. And they are also no longer in the boycott list. As of December 27, 2011, Kraft ended their contract with Cinemix and no product was brought to market. The very fact that they ever used them in the beginning, though, is just enough for me to never, ever buy them again. Uh, another product called Ferminike. I don't know what that's for, but their product list is undisclosed, so they don't know for sure if they're still using Sunimix. Another company called Anginomoto, which is has to do with North American spices and seasonings. Anginomoto Yumani seasoning, Honda Sashi flavor seasoning, and Tech A savory seasoning. I don't know. It doesn't say I think that they are using Cinemix products. I, I, I think that's why they're on this list. Another one, Nestle. They're saying all refrigerated coffee creamers, all refrigerated Nestle coffee creamers, are using the Cinemix technology. And then their Magi brand of instant soups, bouillon cubes, ketchup sauces, seasonings, and instant noodles, they're using them as well. So they're definitely using aborted fetal cell technology in their flavor enhancement. Okay. Now remember, this information is available on the PDF for 11-24-2013. Um, next one. Products that contain aborted fetal cells, proteins, DNA. Um, it's the Neocutis Anti-Aging Skin Creams. This company produces anti-wrinkle creams that contain cells from a 14-week gestational aborted male baby. That's what's in the cream. Youth and reju- rejuvenation. Okay, the following is a list of the creams they make: the Biogel, Prevadem, and Journey. Again, if you want the exact names, they're, they're in the PDF. Also, Bioserum and Lumerie, and then Biorestorative Skin Cream. Then we have vaccines containing aborted fetal cell material and their manufacturers. First one. First vaccine, adenovirus 5.7 from Bar Laboratories. The next one, MMR2, which stands for measles, mumps, and rubella from Merck. Proquad, which is MMR plus chicken pox. That's from Merck. Verivax, which is chicken pox. That's from Merck. Penticel, which is a polio, DTaP, and HIB is from Sanofi Pasteur. And then the Vacta, which is a hepatitis A from Merck, hepatitis A vaccine from Merck. And then the Havrix, which is a hepatitis A from GlaxoSmithKline. And then a Twinrix, which is hepatitis A and B combo from Galaxo. And then Zostravax, which is a shingles vaccine from Merck's. And then Imovax, which is the rabies vaccine from Sanofi Pasteur. 
and then also a Cambus 1000, which is the smallpox vaccine from a Cambus. So those are the ones they're saying definitely contain aborted fetal cell material. Now, I also had a list on my PowerPoint presentation, which I'm actually going to give a little bit later. This seems to be more updated, but I had actually 13. There's not... There's only 11 here. So either either they've taken it out of a, maybe some vaccines that have been phased out or this isn't all the way accurate, meaning there's more vaccinations out there that are derived from aborted fetal cell lines. So, but you can reference that and I give you the link later in this thing. And then there's other medicines that actually um, are using aborted fetal cell lines. Um, one of them is for hemophiliacs from a company called Octopharma. It's the RHFV3 and RHFV4 drug, evidently. And then a drug called C-SCF, which is a white blood cell stimulant, from also from a company called Octopharma. And then one for cystic fibrosis, which is called Pulmozyme from Genentech. Another one for rheumatoid arthritis from a company called Amgen which is called Enbril. Now, again, this is why I give you this so my children are not destroyed for lack of knowledge, like the Bible says. I don't want to see you being bring a curse on yourself because you're taking vaccines from aborted fetal cell lines or you're eating products from them or you're taking drugs that are derived from them or you're using skin creams that are. I'm trying to prevent as much of that as I can. Um, anyway... For more information, visit the complete U.S.-Canada list of vaccines and medicines, and they give you the link here that you can go to. Uh, Again, 2 Corinthians 2.11, lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. That's what we discuss in these teachings. We're discussing Satan's devices so that we're not ignorant of them, and that that Satan cannot get an advantage of us. And then Hosea 4, 6, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So, um, and then it says, because thou hast rejected knowledge, which most people do. Most people, you show them this stuff, they reject it. Whether they're, say they're a Christian or not, they reject it. But there's a price to that. Because it says, I will also reject thee. And thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. So again, and then and then you go to, to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 where it says, and for this cause God shall send them a strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth. You, you show somebody stuff like this, they don't want to hear it. They, they, have no, they have no love for the truth. But they have pleasure in righteousness. It's a natural byproduct of God's judgment. You're, you become blinded. You become incapable. Your, heart, your, your, your conscience becomes seared with a hot iron. Eventually, you're probably given over to a reprobate mind. So, this is just the tip of the iceberg. As you will read below, scientists have also combined human DNA with mice, rabbits, goats, pigs, sheep, and cows. Sheep and cows. We have arrived at a time in human history when advances in technology have opened the door to a lot of things that were once considered to be impossible, and scientists are having a field day. But in the end, with all... Where is all this technology taking us? Well, it's trying to take us straight to hell. That's what it's trying to do. 
Most people would never even imagine that gummy bears that they could be eating could potentially contain human DNA. Well, from now on, you might want to check, particularly if those gummy bears come from China. The following is an excerpt from a report, and there's a link to it. In 2011, scientists in Beijing reported on a method of creating large amounts of gelatin by inserting human DNA fragments into yeast. Human DNA-derived gelatin has actually been in use for a while. In vaccine preparation and in gel caps that many over-the-counter drugs come in. This method created such large quantities of gelatin that it would be practical for to use it in more common consumer goods like candy and baking supplies. Again, that's not the reason they want to do it. They want to do it because they want to defile us. This is actually a breakthrough because it avoids a whole lot of problems inherent in natural gelatin production. It's incredibly difficult to get consistent results when manufacturing gelatin. And consistency is very important with vaccines. Because gelatin is derived from animal byproducts, it can also cause allergic reactions or be off limits to people with ethical or religious reasons for avoiding animal products. (laughs) How would they think about it if it was human? (laughs) You know? But who wants to eat human DNA? Certainly not me. I have no plans to be a cannibal. But Satan sure has plans to make you one. You know? He don't care if you have no plans. (laughs) He wants to make you one without you even knowing it. But unfortunately, millions of Americans are already getting human DNA in their pharmaceutical drugs and in their vaccines. In fact, human-derived gelatin is already in use by the pharmaceutical industry in the manufacture of certain pills and vaccines. The highly controlled production techniques in the laboratory offer a more consistent product than the traditional gelatin, which is made from the bones and skin of pigs and cows. Do you know what's in these pills that you're taking? You might be eating people right now not even knowing it. And guess what? Some genetically modified crops contain human DNA as well. The following comes from a recent natural news article. Unless the rice you buy is certified organic or comes from a farm that tests its rice crops for genetically modified traits, you could be eating rice tainted with actual human genes. The only known GMO with inbred human traits in cultivation today is a GM rice product made by a biotechnology company called Verita Bioscience that is currently being grown on 3,200 acres in Junction City, Kansas and possibly elsewhere and most people have no idea about it. Since 2006, Ventria has been quietly cultivating rice that has been genetically modified with genes from the human liver for the purpose of taking the artificial proteins produced by this Franken-rice and using them in pharmaceuticals. It's not only is it becoming more common for scientists to use human DNA in a very bizarre way, thanks to the recent breakthrough now, it will be much more easier for them to modify and change human DNA. The independent is reporting that a technique known as CRISPR will now allow scientists to very accurately rewrite the DNA of specific individuals without dangers of flaws and mistakes. Oh, good. Now we know that they can play God and they can do it right. You know, For the first time, scientists are able to engineer any part of the human genome with extreme precision using a revolutionary technique called CRISPR. Um which has been likened to editing the individual letters on any chosen page of an encyclopedia without creating spelling mistakes. The landmark development means it's now possible to make the most accurate and detailed alterations to any specific position of the DNA of 23 pairs of human chromosomes without introducing unintended mutations or flaws, scientists said. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to use it for good. I mean, you shouldn't play God like this anyway, but... 
ultimately, you know this is going to be used for evil. The technique is so accurate that scientists believe it will soon be used in gene therapy trials on humans to treat incurable viruses such as HIV or currently untreatable genetic disorders such as Huntington's disease. It might be used controversially to correct gene defects in human IVF embryos, in vitro fertilization embryos, scientists said. Of course, this technology will be heralded as a way to cure diseases, but there are countless of other applications for this technology, and scientists are absolutely giddy about what they could potentially do with this new tool. The efficiency and ease of use is completely unprecedented. I'm jumping out of my skin with excitement, said George Church, a geneticist at Harvard University, who led one of the teams that used the CRISPR to edit the human genome for the first time. I keep thinking of the CRISPR drawer in the refrigerator. You know, remember when they they would always had the CRISPR drawer? Anyway, it's for your vegetables and stuff. Anyway, so it goes on to say, would you like to run like an Olympic athlete? Would you like to be eight feet tall? Would you like to have vision like a cat? Would you like to have superpowers? that no other human has had before. Come on, we got to evolve to our next evolutionary step. That's what that new series, The Tomorrow People, is all about. All of these people that can like basically teleport themselves and have all of these magical superpowers, they're the next step that they build themselves as the next step in human evolution. Human 2.0. This is all what transhumanism is based off of. This is why these people think they're never going to die. Ultimately, they want to they want to even leave the human body and to be transplanted into like some type of maybe uploaded into a computer or or, or put into some type of robot like container that will you know not have to worry about aging because they sure don't want to die because they know deep down they're going to go to a fiery hell. They know it. I believe that most of them do. And they're trying everything in the world to escape that fate. But they won't. They won't escape it. Anyway, this technology will open the door for scientists to create an entirely new races of superhumans and animal-human hybrids. Just what we need, you know. And once the genie is out of the bottle, it will be nearly impossible to get it back again. And of course, scientists all over the world have already been creating bizarre animal-human hybrids for quite some time now. Now, I've done several teachings on transhumanism. You can just key in transhumanism in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com where we've done many. Um, So the following, he says, is an excerpt from one of my previous articles. Just check out some of the truly bizarre human-animal hybrid experiments that have been taking place all over the globe, according to a recent Slate article. Not long ago, Chinese scientists embedded genes for human milk proteins into a mouse's genome and have since created herds of humanized milk-producing goats. So they've got humanized milk-producing goats. They've embedded genes into human milk proteins into mouses. Like, that's going to really help. Meanwhile, researchers at the University of Michigan have a method for putting a, this is a good one, a human anal sphincter into a mouse as a means of finding better treatments for fecal incontinence. It's practical. I mean, you know. Uh, And doctors are building animals with hybridized immune systems to serve as subjects for new HIV vaccines that they created in a laboratory. Now they're going to give us a vaccine to, to cure 
what the vaccine did that they gave to the gay male population in New York, San Francisco, and uh, Chicago that started AIDS and spread AIDS to begin with, HIV. And now they've got a, they've got a vaccine for their, for their vaccine that created it. That, that's practical, you know. It's just absolutely satanic lunacy. Here are some of the other ways that humans and animals are being combined. Rabbit ovarian eggs with human cells. Pigs with human blood. Sheep with human livers. Cow ovarian eggs with human cells. Cat human hybrid proteins. And these are just the things that we know about. And again, you know, you create something like this, it cannot be saved. Jesus Christ did not come here to pay the, the, the price for a cat human hybrid. Or a cow human hybrid. And... The devil knows if he can pollute the gene pool enough, you won't even be able to get saved. It's another way he's trying to, to destroy humanity. In Noah's day, and Jesus Christ said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man, he sent down his fallen angels to procreate with women, to create a race of giants, and to interbreed, and to interbreed, and to defile the gene pool that way so as to prevent a savior from coming through the human line that was predicted in Genesis 3. He almost got away with it to the point where Noah and, you know, eight people on the ark and the animals were rescued and were on the ark and they had to start over again. Or even they might have been, well, killed out or corrupted. Who knows? God had to start over again. So Satan is always about defiling the human genome. He's always about defiling our DNA. And this is just further evidence of that. So what's coming next? Well, according to the new exhibition called Grow Your Own at the Science Gallery in Dublin, Ireland, we could see some extremely bizarre things in the years ahead. Cheese made from bacteria from the human armpit. Now, if that doesn't sound tasty, I don't know what does. An Elvis mouse with DNA from the king of rock and roll. Now, this is, I know, it's getting stupid now. But this is what they're saying. I don't know. An Elvis mouse. Okay. Humans giving birth to dolphins. That's a good one. I mean, you know, what red-blooded woman wouldn't want to do that? So, the exhibition, which opened last week, I'm not making this stuff up. I know it's insane, but the, ex- the exhibition, which opened last week, this is the one in Dublin, Ireland, explores the weird and horrific world of synthetic biology, or synbio. An emerging field that looks to apply engineering to biology to come up with parts that can be used to, de- to design solutions, much like you would engineer a circuit or a program software. Perhaps the most shocking part of the exhibition is a display named, I Want to Deliver a Dolphin. The following is how the display is described. I Want to Deliver a Dolphin imagines a point in the future where humans will help this species By advanced technology of synthetic biology, a dolph-human placenta that allows a human female to deliver a dolphin is created, a dolphin by birth. She births out a dolphin. Okay? Thus, humans can become a surrogate mother to this endangered species. Furthermore, I don't think dolphins have a problem procreating. Last time I checked. You know? I mean... If you study them at all, they don't have a problem in that area. Now, I understand Fukushima and their killing of the oceans and all that other stuff and the Corexit and the Gulf of Mexico and all that. And I understand. But I don't think this is the solution. You know? Okay, so if we go back to this, it says, Furthermore, 
Gourmets. Now, this is this is interesting. Furthermore, gourmets would be able to enjoy the luxury of eating a rare animal, an animal made by their own body, raising the questions of the ownership of rare animal life and life itself. So, in other words, what these surrogate mothers birth the dolphins so that they can have a tasty snack later? That's really sick. You're eating an animal-human hybrid you birthed. You have got to be demon-possessed to the toenails to even go there in your mind. I mean, I've never even conceived of these things. I'm not making this stuff up, though. Yeah, you know, I'm really in the mood for a little... You know, whatever your your fancy may be, I'm, I'm, I'm I think I'm going to be in the mood for for dolphin in about nine months. You know, Geraldine, why don't we go do that? I want to have a dolphin thing, and, and you can birth out a dolphin, and we'll, we'll have it as a uh, we'll have it as the main course in nine months. What? What? Are you kidding me? Yeah, but that's what they're conceiving here. Uh, anyway, I thought it was about. Helping this endangered species. To me, that doesn't sound like you're going to be helping any endangered species if you're eating it. I mean, it's just, it's incomprehensible. It's so disgusting and gross. If you want to check this sickening display out, you can find it right here. I didn't even click on the link, but there's a link here you can click on. Anyway, that's the that's the last part of that article. Um, moving right along here, I had a question about Binaural Beats, uh, more insight. A um, listener said, can you tell me more about insights about binaural beats? And um, I told her that, here's my response. Now, this these are not about the, the um, like beets like you grow in the ground or whatever, like sugar beets and stuff like that, and they're really good for liver detox. No, these aren't these are called binaural beets. These are actually sounds that can be transmitted. Um, I told her, I said, sorry, I don't have a document on this, but see below. It is I will say it is evil, stay away from it. I even had a machine that did this light and audio when I was unsaved, when I was in chiropractic college. And and even back then, I knew that I had to destroy it. I just knew it was evil, even though I was unsaved. Um, it allows demons to come into your body with very little effort, is what it boils down to. These binaural beats. They're essentially the world's first digital mind-altering drugs. This is a report out of Mustang, Oklahoma. It's called eye-dosing. On, on digital drugs is becoming an alarming new trend among teens. Websites are luring kids with free downloads of digital drugs, which are audio files designed to induce drug-like effects. The sites claim it is safe and legal way to get high, but parents fear it could be could lead to illegal drug use. Yeah, what's it what's it opening you up to? Just without the drug use, what is it opening you up to? Because it's doing the same things drugs are doing, but a whole lot easier. Videos of teenagers trying digital drugs are all over YouTube, leaving parents, educators, and law enforcement officials with the Oklahoma Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs concerned. So then it says kids are going to flock to these sites just to see what it's about, and it can lead them to other places. Um, the digital drugs use binaural or two-tone technology to alter your brain waves and mental states. Recently, Mustang Public Schools went out 
sent out a letter warning parents about the new trend after several high school students reported having psychological effects after trying one of the, these digital downloads. Students and graduates are still talking about it. I heard it was like some weird demons and stuff through an iPod. And he was like freaking out, said Mustang High School student Megan Edwards. Huh, I heard it was like some weird demons and stuff. Well, that seems to be a pretty common report. Like, you can experience, feel, see devils. It's kind of like, it sounds like, to me, it's almost like doing LSD. Or it's kind of opening a similar effect where you're literally opening doorways. Not something you want to mess around with. We had never come across anything like this and anything that is going to cause these psychological effects in a student that causes us concern. Said Shannon Rigsby, Mustang Public Schools communication officer. Another concern um, the OBN has is that many of these iDosing, it's called iDosing, sites lure visitors to actual drug and drug paraphernalia sites. So in other words, it's a gateway. It's like a gateway drug. Like they say marijuana is a gateway drug or whatever to other more hardcore stuff. Well, this is the same way, except it's so much easier. You can literally go up on the internet and do it right now. You know, and these sites are not, like, being blocked, I don't think. So, yeah, you definitely do not want to mess around with this kind of stuff uh, unless you want to get nice and demon-possessed. Because I, you know, there's certain things you can do that can open up those doorways real quick. You know? Like, all these witchcraft things that, that like, people do. They, they play those parlor games at parties, like saying Bloody Mary into the mirror and all that other garbage. Hey, let me tell you something. That stuff probably works. I've heard people that do that, and they, they see stuff, and they experience. And you don't want to mess around with that stuff. I'm telling you, you're messing around with witchcraft, which is what this is. Where do we get the root word for sorcery in the Bible, which is what witchcraft is? It's from the word pharmakia. And this has a very pharmakia, which is where we get the root word for pharmaceuticals and pharmacy. You're inducing an altered brainwave state, and it's opening you up to all kind of devils and demons. Here's another question that kind of relates to this. This is from a listener, and it's entitled, Buzzing in my head, a symptom of silent weapons, with a question mark, and the ultimate God-based defense. Um, again, all of these these comments, this was approved by... This is actually the, the edited version of what he sent me, because he got in all kind of detail, and I said, listen, could you condense this and kind of, um, like, take all the personal stuff out of there about your family and stuff so that we could... So I could actually release this online. So he did. He sent me this. And he said, Brother, I'm listening to your new report on silent weapons. Certain places I've lived, which is what I was talking about with Deborah Tavares. That was, we heard her earlier. Certain places I've lived, I have already heard an intensely loud buzzing. Mostly in St. Louis and here under NORAD, it has been the loudest. I know that because there's a very strong, strong spiritual component to this. But... I have been very puzzled because I haven't heard of anyone else experiencing this. Okay, so he goes on to say, If I have sinful thoughts, the buzzing grows. Only by focusing upon God and keeping myself holy as humanly possible with a quick repentant heart am I protected. The buzzing is accompanied with sickly, low energy and dimness of mind, but being constantly filled with God's Spirit completely abolishes every symptom and completely silences the buzzing. Now that's pretty huge, because 
I've had a lot of people email me about this, and this is really the solution. Now, granted, I know there's things you can do physiologically, like those canopies you, you can get where you can put them over your bed that actually shields out the, the um, EMFs. Those are, those are uh, I'm not saying that's bad. I've had uh, one listener in Texas do that, and it really made a huge difference because she had a smart meter on her house, and it was causing all kind of trouble. Um, so, you know, it, sometimes you can approach these things, you know, from a physiological standpoint, but this would ultimately be, you know, obviously the uh, premier best way, if at all possible, to approach this. And then you could combine approaches as well. So it says, I am convinced that God's spirit is the ultimate weapon for all believers. Brother, he is stronger than poison, radiation, GMO contamination, all of this. I may be a unique case. Um, my childhood is pretty much a mystery, but I do have sure symptoms. Uh, had I'm totally healed by God, okay, of trauma-based manipulation at an extremely young age. And I have family that still works with our government and ties to the Presidio scandal, which is really, really bad news. The Presidio. Anyway, I could do a whole study on that. But what I'm trying to tell you is that we serve the power above all powers, Jesus Christ. It's good to protect ourselves, to eat good, to avoid poisons, to walk in wisdom. But in the end, God himself is the best defense we have. More than anything, the brethren need to be prayed up, living holy, and in constant worship. It seems so small, but just keeping a song of praise in our heart has more power than the armies of men and every plot of the enemy. It's just the truth. We need faith above all things. Ridiculous, crazy, unreasonable faith in God. <laughs> Amen. Um, our God is so great that we can never approach the faith in him that he deserves. So just get as much as you possibly can. God bless you. Wow. Man, let that sink in. You know, I mean, I'm like totally convicted after reading that thing. But I agree. I, I couldn't agree with him more. What he's saying, you know, absolutely 100%. Amazing. So praise the Lord. Um, here's another uh, question here regarding Alex Jones. And this listener writes, yesterday I had a good old Alex use, I heard the good old Alex use the term sub-creator. To describe himself and humanity. What a major case of gray matter gone numb. Alex will give truth with a little bit of new age garbage just for the fun of it. When the ascended masters show up, good old sub-creator Alex will publicly go to his knees and worship the little fake Jesus and all of his followers will do the same. That's the facts. Alex can be out there... Seemingly fighting all kinds of evil and unrighteousness and, 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 and be on the side of, of right. But when it comes down to it, I've heard way too much New Age out of this dude. And way too many New Age people on his show that he has promoted like David Icke. I know for a fact that they're going to point to these ascended masters. Because the ascended masters are going to come and they're going to seemingly do in one fell swoop what Alex Jones has been trying to do. Which is supposedly, 
you know, take back the planet, take back humanity, but you know, make things right again. They're going to come, the Antichrist, the false prophet, are going to come like the best guys on the planet. And they're going to get rid of the evil cabal, and, and they're going to restore justice and righteousness and all of these things and give us free energy and free medical care and all of these wonderful things. And people like Alex Jones are going to be totally on the bandwagon pointing to them. Saying, finally, you know, God showed up. I believe that. I've got a, a about a 50-page file on Alex Jones documenting a ton of the very, very, very questionable people he's associated with, people he's interviewed, people he's yoked up with, things that he's said, associations he's made. Do I think what he's doing right now in, in Dallas is bad as far as going down there and trying to expose the whole JFK thing? No, I think it's great. Just be careful about following the guy. Because, you know, he says he's a Christian, he says he's a believer in, in, in Jesus Christ and all this stuff, but I don't ever hear him saying Jesus Christ is the only way. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by him. I don't, I, don't, I don't see him doing that. I don't see him making that kind of stand. I see him wanting us and all of the other people of all other religious flavors to want to band together, ultimately, to fight this evil. And we're, not, we're not supposed to be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. And he has no problem with it. No problem. His satanic rock intros, all the rock stars, the all the rap stars, the interviews, that thing he did on Prometheus that I've documented... All that new age garbage about the ancient astronaut theory and him basically being in agreement with it. I mean, whoa, whoa. Huh. Key and Prometheus. In the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. Or Key and Alex Jones. Done a lot of studies on him. But I mean, you could literally listen to one of his radio broadcasts and as far as what he's talking about documentation-wise, you might not hear anything that you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't agree with. As far as exposing evil. Just be careful. Anyway, this man goes on to say, um, and he's saying Alex will do will publicly go to his knees when the Ascended Masters show up, and um, he will publicly go to his knees and worship the little fake Jesus, and all his followers will do the same. I was just telling Taylor not too long ago the exact same thing about Alex Jones, that he was going to do that. I could see it coming a mile away. He's got way too many New Age people on that show that he, that he has no problem saying what they're saying. Yet a Christian will come on and he'll be in agreement with them. Can't have it both ways. He's already yoked up with David Icke, who is one of the biggest Christ-hating New Age freaks that's ever walked the earth. Basically, when he first came back on the scene after his soccer career, he said he was the second coming of Jesus Christ. And then, you know, he got that wrong, so he kind of revamped things, retooled things, and now he does these big tours. This is just the logical con conclusion to complete his mission. Uh, this listener says, these Luciferian garbage pushers have their own special task Satan has bestowed on them. They all have their own diversions they focus on. Altogether, it equals lost souls. Exactly. 
I'll listen to the to sub-creator Alex to gather data, but I will not accept what he says is total truth. Agenda is the word, and where your heart is reveals the truth, or lies. So, yeah, I agree. So every once in a while I throw that in. Here's another uh, report from a listener. Dr. Johnson, I am an RN and responsible for all our companies, joint commission activities. For the first time ever, I am now required to track who, and more importantly, who does not get the annual flu vaccination. I am also required to have each refusenik tell me the reason they refused. I have to document this starting this year until 2020. I am also required to share my findings annually with the owners. I am also required to educate the staff on why they should get the shot. The Joint Commission stated goal for us is to get at least 90% compliance with getting the annual vaccination. While they did stress that the flu shot is not required for Joint Commission certification, this tracking is required. Now, I've been getting over the years more and more of these letters and a lot of these people email me and they say well listen I got I either take the shot or I leave they're not giving me the option and I'm sorry and I tell them well to me that's not that's not an option getting the shot you know God can provide another way God can open a door and that's what you would need to pray and fast about because you're doing the right thing if you leave someplace like that because of that reason I mean, I just went over some of the wicked things that are in the vaccinations. You know, aborted fetal cell lines and then also this other plethora of other garbage. And it's one of the main ways they're trying to defile our DNA. Because they can have direct access through an intervenous shot to our DNA. So, anyway, um, I am one of the refusees. It's ironic this guy is the one charged of documenting this. He's the one... um, you know, training, educating the staff on why they should get the shot. And he's one of the refusers. <laughs> and I did I did have fun putting together the studies that show the dangers of the, of the flu shot and its ineffectiveness. I had already been told not to talk about my views on, on the flu shot with any other employees, though. We have several employees who told me they never take the shot, never will, and never will get the flu either. Um, I will be adding to my stats who got the shot and and still got the flu. Well, that's a big one because, you know, it's a proven fact that it totally sets you up to get the flu if you take it. Okay, so next question from a listener. And uh, she said, I was wondering if you had any recommendations for tooth pain or cavities. Um, my recommendation, Stainer Process has a product called Biodent. It's the professional line that you've heard me mention a lot of times um, that I've used. It's been around since 1929. The guy that started it, Dr. Royal Lee, was a dentist. And one of his per- first products he ever came out with was called BioDent. And he noticed with his patients that he believed that the reason that people were getting all of a sudden so many cavities and things of this nature is because the food chain had been started to be so defiled, even all the way back in the 30s. And depletion of the soils and things of this nature, which is what actually leads to tooth decay. It's not because, you know, your teeth are just rotten. And granted, you can have a genetic predisposition, but, you know, tooth health is from the inside out, not the outside in. It's not because you have a lack of sodium fluoride, which is a caustic chemical on your teeth, 
or that you're not brushing them enough. It's from the inside out. All health comes from the inside out. Um, so, Biodent, which is the product for teeth, if you had a cavity, you would want to do nine a day. They're like little food tablets. Okay, it's not like a drug, like a food tablet. With also the 5,000 part per million mild silver protein. Uh, about a quarter teaspoon held around the cavity once per day. You just hold it in there for three to four minutes. And I've had people do that. And I mean, just do this, doing the silver alone and they got rid of the cavity. Because the body will absorb the silver sublingually. Whereas the biodent will give your your body and the teeth and the enamel the the... Um, cofactors and the vitamins and the minerals that it needs to actually rebuild the tooth. Whereas the silver will actually go after the infection. And I've had many people do this and seen it work. So I give a link to, um, I also give a link to How to Heal Cavities Naturally, which is I think a new report that um, uh, the Health Ranger came out with. I don't know if you need to do any more, though, than what I'm listing. But he also gives some other tips in there that are good. And then also a link to the dr-symbolljohnson.com website, which is um, the silver site. I am still running the 5,000 part per million silver special as long as the uh, inventory holds out. So next question is from Greg, a listener of mine. And it's regarding the H7N9 and the zombie outbreak. He says, you were mentioning the H7N9 and how it's hemorrhagic. I remember I talked about that recently, the new strain of bird flu. Um, that's hemorrhagic. You actually bleed out of, like, you know, all the orifices of your body with this stuff. And internally. He says, well, that it, well with that, Hollywood is throwing us another bit of foreshadowing. On the TV show Walking Dead, a few zombies were shown without bites, but old bloodstains that... That bled, which they bled from their eyes. Then a kid got sick and went to the shower. Um, the series takes place in a prison. They made into a fortified base for zombies on the outside. When he fell over dead, the child, his eyes and mouth were bleeding very bad. Then the flu was sweeping through the prison, and a few people caught it and died. Then they turned into zombies. In the show, you don't have to be bitten in order to turn into a zombie. Everyone is infected, and when they die, no matter how, no matter how they die, they become a zombie. After the new show, another show called The Talking Dead comes on, and the actors and producers on the show talk about the show. The main director was on, and he said how they saw information on the Spanish flu of 1918-1919, how that when they died, that they could die after literally being sick for one day. Well, that's true, but only the ones that got the vaccinations died the day after. It said, the eyewitness accounts, and these are all in my Avion Flu presentation that I give you the link to, eyewitness accounts which state that men, hale and hearty, quote, hale and hearty, I even remember the, the quote just about, were hale and hearty one day and then literally died of the black death that they referred to it the next day. The vaccine they were giving them, which was what was actually causing it, was like this horrific combination of all these different mutated diseases that would basically kill you in one day. And those were really the only people dying were the ones that got vaccinated. Over 50 million from that vaccination thing. 
So this is, I guess, was their inspiration for this episode of The Walking Dead. The the producer was saying how the Spanish flu, how they died, um, they died that, he kind of got this messed up with his grammar, but one day they were living, the next day they were dead, essentially, you know. He also said it was hemorrhagic, um, the Spanish flu of 1918-1919, and so it could be some foreshadowing by Big Brother on coming H7N9 and this whole zombie outbreak. Either way, keep up the great work. Now, I've talked a lot about the zombie stuff, too, just keying zombie in the keyword search box, because, again, Hollywood doesn't do all this stuff for no reason. There's always an agenda. There's always some type of telegraphing of punches. And uh, I don't think it's any different with that. Now, my response to this was, yes, these are some interesting points. Yes, the 1918-1919 could kill you in one day. Had several slides that got into this in my PowerPoint presentation. Toward the end of the link I posted below, I give you the link. You can go watch it for free online on YouTube. Um, this is from my presentation, Avion Flu Killer of Millions. And there's... I give you a uh, cover of the DVD case of when it came out, when the Prophecy Club put that out. Now, the one, the link I give you here is more of an updated link, though, um, which has more updated stuff on it. Okay, and the last thing, I got an email from a listener and said, um, Dr. Johnson, I just had to tell you that your recommendation worked. I had struggled with Giardia, which is a protozoan parasite that you can acquire in your body, Okay. Um, believe uh, she required it from handling money at a gun show with her husband for years. Uh, she had taken several courses of antibiotics, which I have no idea how antibiotics would kill a parasite, but um, nothing had lasting effect, and I was very careful not to reinfect myself. It was just that it was just that pernicious. I have taken a mere three tablespoons of food grade diametaceous earth. She just said de, but it's diametaceous earth. Several days apart, and voila, it's gone. I am talking about jubilation here, joy and relief. I will continue to take it once per week to make sure that I am convinced it's gone. Uh, so I thank you for your wonderful advice and counsel. Thank you for learning what you have taken the time to so freely share. Now I give you a link here to Wolf Creek Ranch, which is, you know, I would say one of the better, or probably, you know, I, I think that food-grade stuff is pretty much all across the board. But I know that they sell a really good food-grade diametaceous earth. Don't take regular diametaceous earth like they use in pool filters, okay? You don't want to take that stuff. Use only the food-grade, and um, usually there's directions. If you click on this link, it tells you all kinds of stuff about diametaceous earth. I've mentioned it before in my teachings. You could key in diametaceous in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, I've talked about it quite a bit. Had a lot of listeners that swear by it. It's really, really cheap. It's one of those really super economical things you can do for parasite infestation and for a whole host of other things. It has a lot of very, very high content of silica, which is really good for hair, skin, nails, um, all kind of stuff that it's good for. I've had people tell me it's good for their eyesight, help their eyesight, and all kind of things. So um, you can read about it at this link. So that's all that we have for today and I'll go ahead and uh, close us out in a word of prayer Heavenly Father we do thank you for this day this time you've given us I thank you for letting us come together Lord for another teaching we praise you we honor you we worship you Lord God for your mercy for your goodness for your truth for the sacrifice that Jesus Christ made on the cross to save our souls 
I pray, Lord God, that you forgive us for any and all sins we have committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us, and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us, that you would give us discernment regarding the days and times ahead of us, Lord, um, that you would help us, Lord, to help other people see the truth, see the light, to help people become unblinded, Lord, that they could understand what is coming, that they would repent and that they would get saved, that they would prepare and then also be a blessing to other people. And that the Lord Jesus Christ would be glorified through us and that you would use us to lead many people to the Lord Jesus Christ. And in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen.